This episode is sponsored by Insight Graphics, your number one stop shop for design, print, signs, and vehicle wraps. You can find them on their website at insightgraphics.com. E-N-S-I-G-H-T-G-R-F-X. You can also follow them on social media at Insight Graphics. Yo, yo. What's up, guys? What up? This is your boy, B-Boy. This is Maravilla. And uh, welcome to the second episode of Feel the Night Podcast. <sighs> what a weekend, right? Yo, what a what a weekend it was, man. This was probably one of the crazier weekends that I've had in a really long time. Do you want to start off? Give a little summary of what you did this weekend? Um, So Friday, kind of just went out, went to go network. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, I was at Perlay. Definitely a different turnout than what I'm usually expected, like per- there. What, Perlay? Cause, yeah, because normally like, the lounge is like really Latin-S like, based. But, so like, we're speaking of Perlay in New Brunswick. Uh, but it was like an old school like R and B like hip hop vibe the whole night, and it ne- and it like packed out in that room. Okay. And then Sunday I went to uh, Freaky Al's brunch. Nice. How did that go, dude? Yo, between Camila and Pereira, and you know J Rod, uh, Chris La Melma, yo that that place was just crazy. It was crazy, man. <laughs> How was your weekend? I, you were at uh, Baruf on Saturday, right? All right. So Friday night, I had a gig in Elizabeth. Shout out to On The Clock Pro. They uh, booked me there on Friday in uh, Buen Gusto. Uh-huh. Uh, you were there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, damn, you forgot about me already? <laughs> Christ. Uh, after that, what, Saturday night, I had a gig here in New, uh, Ironbound uh, called Baru Lounge. Shout out to Washington. And honestly, it was crazy. It's like super Latin, but I love it there. Yeah, but the vibe was so crazy. Like the crowd was so vibing with me. They didn't know who I was. As soon as I turned on my laptop, I played the first song, the Bad Bunny Calladita. Everyone was like, who is this? And I'm like, you guys never had a good DJ in here? Not to toot my horn, but I'm just saying like, you know, it's like I read the crowd, you know? No, you know what it is though, because like I've I've DJed there in my earlier years. And, it was a um, younger crowd back then. No, no, it wasn't for Saturdays. No, Saturdays was very Latin. Like you could get away with like you know cumbias. Like well, d- depending on who was there too, because sometimes right. you would have like you know a lot of you know people from South America, a lot of people from Central America. It's so it just depending Iron Belt, you know. So it was deep depending on the crowd there, but they love the music. They will dance whatever as long as it was right. They they would dance everything, not like the Friday parties. But. <laughs> Well, well, um, we won't talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about old genres because uh, we have a guest in the building tonight. Ooh, who's our guest today? Uh, so we have a living legend, according to the stories that I've been told. And apparently I am blood related to this guy. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome DJ Manny J. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Thanks for inviting me to your podcast, Beat Boy, my little bro. A maravilla. Well, honestly, thank you for letting us use your, your studio office. Without Inside Graphics, we would not be anything right now. <laughs> well, uh, just keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. So tell me, uh, let everyone know who you are. And uh, my first question is, why? Actually, you know what? Why did you get into DJing? What was your first inspiration and motivation to start DJing? All right, uh, well, I'm a Latin. Um, I was born here in Jersey. So my parents are Ecuadorians. Um, 
well, inspired me to be a DJ was a couple of things. Um, I think at the age of 12, 13, um, I had an uncle. He had a DJ equipment. And then we, uh, he always, you know, you know, the, all the classics. And he, you know, the funniest thing, he started with CDs. CDs. Old school. Got it. Old school. So we were, uh, he one day he needed a DJ. And all of a sudden, you know, he told me, come by, you know, do this, do that. He was teaching me. Right. So now, and that's how I learned. Um, one by one, music, genres, everything. Um, you know, merengue, salsa. At that time, bachata wasn't that big. Bachata started, what, 2000? Well, 99 around there. Uh, so wait, so I didn't mean to cut you off, but when you were learning with CDs, how hard was it to get that down first? Because I know CDs is really different from like what you're used to now. And remember, at that time, we had no remix. No edits, no, no nothing. nothing. Everything was original, played. Headphones on to the blast. Uh, I couldn't even do it. And the funniest thing is on that, I, this is the funniest thing. Um, I went to downtown. <laughs> okay, downtown Newark. We, I bought a mixer, a Newmark, two-channel mixer. And that time, we had Walkmans. Look at that. Oh, wow. Walkmans. I know that Newmark is somewhere around here. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere around here. I still have that mixer. I had two Walkmans. Remember, I ha those Walkmans don't have pitch. Uh, you know, the only thing is you play and stop. That's all you had. That's how I learned to, to have everything on beat. Everything on beat. Learned the song. I had to replay like four times to keep it, you know, the same motion and same uh, BPMs, everything. Yeah, That's how a, I learned. not sound by by you know by me learning how to DJ, but and it took me time. So besides you DJing, I know there was a time where you were also in a band. Oh yeah, um, I was a drummer, big time drummer, big time drummer. I used to do drum corps. I used to be in a rock band. I love music. Music is my passion. Music is my stress. At first, I thought he was doing it for church, like doing church bands and all that, because all his kids were somewhere. I had no idea where it was, but then I see him at parades. Uh, what was it for your high school? High school, we did high school, we did court. I went to Georgia, we did you know the drum court, like drum line, like drum line. That's, yeah. what, that's what I did, yeah. Back yeah. in the day, I used to be snare one, so it yeah. was it was pretty cool for me and a good experience because you know, if you're passionate with music and you love music, do it, don't be scared. It's something that you love and you're gonna passion for life, you know. That's that's the whole point. If enjoy the life that you 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 into. Right, and, and during the time, like, I, I never really got into whatever he was into, which was, like, music and all that. I always thought it was just a waste of time. I'm like, what are you doing? Go find a job, you know? But, you know, fortunately, my brother, fortunately, <laughs> you know, he, he, he found something that he was very passionate about, and that was so great. And that's how I believe he got into the club scenes, his private event scenes, and that's how he got into his uh, getting to know the whole tri-state area around because when you're you're learning on the on the on the you know younger age you learn how to hustle that's right so in a point yeah so in the point is like i i'm hustling at the age of what 16 17 doing different things learning from other people even you know older people teaching you the uh, the right way and it's you know i've been through a lot of experience you know good and bad but in a way is you learn it 
I don't care if I fall down. I come back up and do it much stronger. And that's that's the whole point of me going to music or, or do what I do is passion of my you know company that I have. But that's life, you know. You have your ups and downs, you know. But like I said, don't give up. You know, keep going with your your passion about. You know what your heart tells you, your mind. Just keep it up. You know, and I tell I tell B Boy Maravilla, just if you guys are gonna do this podcast, do it because you like you got you love it. You know, I mean it's ten o'clock right now. We're recording right here in your studio, so yeah, <laughs> we're kind of enjoying this. But um, so besides that, let's let's take a little break, and we'll come back. All right, so Manny J, we have a couple mixes of yours, so we're gonna let that slide through. So this is the Field and I podcast. We'll be right back. DJ Manny J.
digo a ti Yo te he dicho a ti Que tú no haces nada ¿Qué es lo que hizo? No hizo nada Ven acá, ven acá, ven acá, ven acá, ven acá. Eddie, Eddie Mira Eddie ¿Cuántas veces te voy a decir Que no se dice curiquita que a ti? ¿Eh? Hazlo otra vez, vamos a ver Otro, otro poco más, otro poco más Otro poquito Pero para, 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 pero que no, es que no hizo nada cruzado. ¿Qué tipo es este? Pero muchachos, ven acá, ven acá. Mi cuidero, ¿qué es lo que pasa aquí? ¿Qué pasa aquí? ¿Qué es lo que pasa aquí? ¿Qué es lo que pasa aquí? Lo que pasa es que todo el mundo está borracho, yo creo. Oye, ¿qué es lo que pasa aquí? Thanks, Manny, for that mix. All right, so let's get into it. 
So you starting in the nightlife scene, I know you had a partner in crime. What was his name? <laughs> Carlitos Way. Um, but yeah, like all right. So um, one day we got into a um, to the club uh, Studio Ozone. Damn. Studio Ozone, I think it's Oz yeah, it's Studio Ozone, and um, I think it was I forgot. That was uh, I believe Roselle. Roselle, New Jersey. Yes. It was funny because you say that, and one of the promo videos for Ozone popped up, and I saw you in the promo video. Because I was actually checking that out when they changed, when they rebranded to uh, Poyas. I was actually there as a resident on Saturdays for like the mix thing. So like you saying that, I'm like, oh, damn, like it's a long time. Yeah, it, it, it was, it's a. Wait, it so was, it was a club or was it a studio? No, it's a club. It oh, was a, a club. club. It was a two, four, actually it had three rooms. Three rooms that had the main room that was crazy, crazy room. And then they, when you go up the stairs, they had the Latin room and the other one is to like top 40s or whatever. But it was crazy, yeah. Um, all right, so I we, I met Carlitos away at that um, at Studio Ozone and we uh, we connected. He was promoting and then he started doing a lot of promotions and you know, then we started hanging out with all the promoters. And one day he was like, yo, let's stick together and let's make something happen. And it did. We did some, uh, you know, clubs, All Star, Four Sixty Six. Um, I, 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 like I said, it was for me. It's a long road, you know, road from all types of uh, clubs that I had here in Jersey and New York. New York. What part of New York? We went to uh, shout out Fugger. Fugger gave me a booking over there. Elements. I heard that spot. Elements. Yeah. Yeah. So White Plains. Ah, uh, that's a distance, yeah. I remember so that. it was, it was a nice yo. That crowd was crazy, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we we Calitos and I, we went through a lot. Uh, you know, we went through a couple of club scenes, and you know, didn't like us. It's not because we we were humble, we were chilling, we just you know, but they just didn't want to go. Haters are haters, you know. People hate because they see that you're successful. You know, you're DJ for a long time. You've been in different you know venues and that's how you know they envy you guys yeah so that's why then we uh we started doing more stuff more promos you know talking to artists and that's how we got hooked up with envy oh Club, uh, well it used to be ole okay club yeah. ole and elizabeth yeah, that's right and then he got to envy nightclub envy nightclub that was resident at least for like what four years five years yeah so that was a big scene there because you met I a met lot of a artists. lot of artists, a lot, a lot of artists. And the funniest thing I was mentioning to a friend of mine was like, we started there and, you know, the new, like, J Balvin, he was never known here in Jersey. He started there, Maluma. And, you know, the funny is when Nicky Jane came back. Mm -hmm. His comeback. Oh, wow. It was that club. I literally, like, he never... He, he he didn't pack that club. You know what's crazy? Like, and just to bring it back, I just remembered we DJed together when you came down to Lakewood one night. Do you remember the De La Ghetto event? Yes. You remember that, right? That was and Red that, Bank, right? No, uh, Lakewood. Lakewood? At the, the uh, Lake Terrace Hall. Yeah. And I was like, because I just thought about it and I was like, wait, Manny J, because they had you on the flyer with De La Ghetto. And I was like, Holy shit, just two and two together, just realized. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, that one I got booked because of uh, Calito's connections. 
So that's the, that's the whole point. Kalitos and I, Kalitos had a lot of connections with Duff, different promoters, you know, different venues that they he knew about, and that's a good thing. But you know, time has passed. We we you know we went through separate ways, and it's it is and like we're still friends. Nothing you know, no grudges or anything to that with him. But you know, we're still friends. We we still friends. We see each other. We just talk. You know how was life and everything. That's it. I mean, even now he's still working in venues. He's, he's yeah, working. he still yeah he still does a lot a couple of venues you know in Jersey, but yeah we still have connection, right? And you know the whole thing with you and Carlitos did it ever come to a, a place where you guys just had conflicts as friends, mixing friendship with business? Well, sometimes what happens is you know it it it, it money was issues money right? issue a little bit, but you know I was. I was not into that money. But the thing is, I was passionate for music, you know. But passion doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, but the thing is, when you're starting off and you're, you know, getting known, like you said, it's 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 hard. And and that time, my time, it was easier because we had no DJs, you know. And then for us, like I I could go to club any club in Jersey, and they'll book you for no, not even knowing you how you DJ. But now, now you see like 10, 10 DJs trying to get it for free, you know, and that and that's for me. Like I left the club scene because of that reason. It was very difficult to do it, but like I said, money wise with him, it was kind of difficult. But in a way, it's like you know what? I don't want to lose a friendship. You know, this part are different ways. You go this way, I go that way, and that's how we did. Right. Okay. So, um, so let me ask you a question. Do you think? Other DJs or customers in general can tell the difference when DJs DJ because they love it versus others who only do it for a paycheck. My time? Well, in my time, they did it for passion. Let's compare from your time to my era. All right, let's, let's, let's put an example of this. My time. You know, they started the, well, they had the, the like, for example, radio stations that go to the club. Live broadcast. Live broadcast. So what happened? Uh, let's say one of the radio DJs got late. And it happened because I did, I did sets, opening sets for DJs on the radio. And, what I, and they told me, all right, listen, I need you to do a 20-minute uh, mix or, to, or do it live. All right, I do it. But I never say, okay, you got to pay me because I'm doing 30 minutes for you. I mean, should you? No, because why you doing? Free, they give you free promo. Yeah, on radio. But you're not using your DJ drops. You're using the other person's drops. I'm not using right? no drops. But at that time, you know, we had no, no, like, like phones that cell phones that you know we had videos on it. For us, it was hard. Now everybody pro- does promo on videos or do a Snapchat or Facebook. We had MySpace. <laughs> we had MySpace for us promotion. It was High very. Five. It was hard because. You, you never get you, people knows you because of the club. If you're resident, that's how I did every I did all the clubs as residents. And for me, it was it was tough because we had that type of promotion that now, nowadays you guys have. Right. You know? Which is easy. Instagram or Twitter and, you know, e-flyers that go all over yeah, social and, media. And this is the funniest part. The owners at that time uh, or the club promoters like DJs, you don't you don't bring VIPs. Back then, no. So what we used to do is just we do it. We did a, a street team. We started giving out flyers. 
you know, going to places. That's how we got known. And from the, even the clubs. At the time, what was it, Blackberry? So you guys had BBMs? Yeah. <laughs> I still got it on my Facebook. <laughs> BBM me. Oh. me. Yeah, but like I said, it's, it, it, the promo was really, really hard at that time. We, we had to be in the streets and giving out promotions. You know, that, that, was, our, that was our Instagram, you know? And, and, it, and it, like, it helped out 75%, you know, because you go in different towns, different sections of, of, you know, of your promo. So, like, the fact that you, like, you did clubs back then, right? Now we're going to fast forward present day. You go out from time to time, you know, sometimes wherever Brian's DJing or, you know, it's just the occasional. Do you, one, still enjoy going out? And do you still being a DJ kind of judge the DJ that's on whether you try not to? Yeah, I do it. Why? Reasons because, look, I like to go out because, like I said, music is my passion. I like that music, I like it. Motivates you. Motivates me and keeps keeps me out of stress. It takes me out of everything, of the whole world that I'm in. But, you know, if you're in a club, if that DJ is not giving you 100% you know, passion, like he's just doing it just for the hook or for the bottle, you know, and I do criticize and I told one of the DJs, bro, are you going to play something good or just leave? I've seen because that. I've been in the, in the music and in, in if you can't take criticism, I'm this sorry for you because that's how you learn and, and it motivates you to keep on doing better stuff, you know, study the music study this because like i said in my time i never had remixes and to get music like you guys have now we got it, record pulls yeah before we did it well you could but it was a nice. lot of money right you know a lot of money but now it's like if you had to say oh b-boy yo i you have this track and the, the dj would be like you gotta pay me 100 bucks just for one track back then yes so it wasn't it wasn't easy for us you know we had to study, we had to know the music, we had to, you know, try to learn the BPMs. That's the most you have to learn. Now, for those who don't know, BPMs have been uh, beats per minute. So, however, for example, 128, it's like an EDM track, and let's just say 95, it's like a reggaeton track, salsa. And so... Y cumbia. (laughs) Cumbia, cumbia. (laughs) And, you know, okay, cool. So... But like I said, hold on. I'm sorry. But like I said, when I'm in the club and I like I told that DJ, listen, you know, you, the BPM is off. You, you're not your transition is not the way it has to be. You know, you're not motivating people. You're not looking at the crowd. You're just looking at your laptop and not you know studying what you have in there. Let's say uh, we were at a Latin night. You're putting hip hop. Why? Yeah. You know, shaking my head. Why? So if you're getting paid a hundred, are you getting free bottle? Are you getting a, a hookup with a was no with a groupie? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Going back to that, groupies were awesome at that time. All right, so let's let's get into that. Actually, so we're gonna take a little break. So we got another mix by Manny J. Oye, esto no es grabado. Esto es DJ mezclando en vivo. DJ Manny J. Qué bonita bandera, 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 qué bonita bandera. 
Thanks, Manny, for that nice, dope mix. And uh, so let's get into the interview. Um, so, you know, in the nightlife scene, I know, uh, I guess we're going to get into it. So I know there's been times, actually, you know what? Let me, let me start it off like this. Um, I know you have a family now. You're happily in your relationship and whatnot. But has there ever been a time back then that uh, I would say groupies have ever tempted or, you know, done their toxic ways to get with you? Well, at that time, um, I was single. So, yeah, things happen, you know, you're DJing a spot and the same person comes every week. Just to see how you are. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't even, doesn't matter, like, she's, well... X, X persona sees yeah. me, you know, uh-huh. and and she just, just says, what's up? All right. What's up? Cool. And then you constantly see that person every weekend at your same location. Well, wherever I DJ, that person used to be there. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me talk to, uh, you know. See what's up. Yeah. And then um, nothing. We just became friends. Then she told her friends. 
but that we was all like became that was, friends. And but that's that's like the interesting thing because that's how I got known, just by groupies, you know, because what you know, one person one person tells the other person, and then it's that what, poor person's boyfriend comes up to me like, "Yo, what's up? Oh no, oh no." Nah, 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 but nah, I'm nah, your girl's nah. favorite DJ. Chill out. <laughs> but no, 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 none of that happened. Um, you know, thank but, God. But that's how it, you know, I got connected with people and then, you know, they gave me parties. They gave me VIPs because of that. Baby showers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Divorces. <laughs> but but it, it, yeah, but like I said, it, it was, it was a crazy time for me. You know, I enjoyed it. You were young. Very young. Um, you were- I started the club scene, what, 21? Um, and then, then, you know, because if I was younger, I couldn't, because yeah, I did, you know? Yeah, you couldn't drink. So it, it started, but like I said, it, it, it helped out in a way, you know, we, we had, you know, a bunch of friends, you know, but, and they, they spread the word out. Oh, you know, Manny J's are here at this location, uh, you know, venue, come and check them out. You know, let's bring a party. Let's bring a, you know, people of five, you know, we do, we do what they have to do what they got to do because they want to see you, you know? Right. Now, I mean, we, we've all in this studio been in relationships before. And as DJs, all, dang, all three of us are DJs here. And as DJs, you know, being in a relationship is really, I wouldn't say difficult, but it'll be very, be very hard to get in one because honestly, females just think that other females are going on top. Like they just think that, oh, you're you're a DJ. Girls are throwing off their panties and their bras at you on stage. I'm like, I don't. It's not like that, you know. Like, but, but you know, it's not even that though. It's the fact of like, it 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 takes a strong woman to one give you trust about it, just because they know that the nightlife is the night crazy. Yeah. But you know, it, there's a certain respect that you as a DJ, no matter who you are, if you're in that relationship, like yo, like. Just trust me. Yes, you got to say ahead of time, look, there is going to be people coming up and saying hi, but it's not going to go past a certain point. Right. And Manny, you know, or, you know, B-Boy, whatever the case may be, what the experiences are, but that's been my experience. It's like, look, I'm going to tell you up front, this is what it is. And then that's based on you, whether you like it or not. Right. And, and like, here's the funny thing. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So when I used to teach at this bar, I'm not going to say where, and uh, jokingly, you know, me talking to the bartender and I was like, hey, why don't you take, you know, let me take you out sometime. She's like, why? I was like, I just want to get to know you. You seem cool. She's like, oh, you're a DJ, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, I don't date DJs. I'm like, I'm not trying to date you. I'm just trying to take you out. But I, I was very curious. I was like, why? She's like, you guys are so egotistic. You guys Some perros. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you get that from me? And she's like, yeah. You're a DJ. And I'm like, don't label me as a DJ, as a player. You know, like, I'm not. Like, I just go to the club, I play, and I go back to my dog. Like, I go home and that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's the point. Um, you know, my time, it was, it was crazy. It, it felt like we were in the 80s, you know? Orgies. No, 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 no. No, but like I said, it was crazy. It was a crazy nightlife the time I was. And like I said, it, it was plain and safe. You know, you, you know, don't do nothing bad if you don't know that person. But things happen, you know. But you learn it. You learn it. And you have a good experience, too. So that's the good thing. Mm, well, 
I don't know. I had a lot of bad experiences. Uh, well, let's not get into it. Anywho, so transitioning from a club DJ to what we call now our private event DJs. So how do you feel knowing that you transitioned from being a club DJ from every weekend to now being a private event DJ, doing through 16s, doing weddings? And mind you guys, I work with him. So knowing that, like, we're family, but sometimes business is business. But um, how do you feel knowing you came from a club to a private event DJ? Well, you know, at that time, I was doing, before the club scene, I was doing private parties. So I was doing private events. So for me, it's not a big change. But at the time at the clubs, I used to get paid good. Right. Very good. At so time. at the time, so what happens? I, I, you know, been so many years in the club scene, you know, then the pay got worse and worse. And, and, you know, why not keep doing what I used to do? Club, you know, take, do the private events. And that what gives you is more like, respectful if you're if you have a family is more respectful because you, now what you do is you go to the club i mean to the vent to the venue yeah the venue do your stuff pack everything and go home yeah it's 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 not a crazy scene it's just yeah so so now for me it's it's something simple easy and makes money so that's the good thing about this and the good thing is that you you came from a good uh foundation where you know, money wasn't ever tight, you know, like you had your your job and you could afford um, equipment, you know, and yeah, but in a way it, it, it took sweat because money doesn't come, you know, from trees. So what I had to do is something different. Uh, you know, I left at the age of what, 20, 19, moved out, living on my own, then, you know, learn. But the way you hustle, you have to learn how to hustle the right way. If you don't know, you know, if you get into, like, say, a DJ buys equipment and gets into and does private events, but he doesn't know what equipment to buy. Okay. You know, you got to be well-informed. Do your research. Yeah. yeah. Do your research. Know what you got to do. If you know how to MC, you know how to MC well. I get into that later. But another thing is, uh, you know, what do you have to say to the audience for those that, you know, want to book a DJ for a Sweet 16 or a wedding or what other party there is? What kind of advice can you give them so they can be more uh, compromising when it comes to pricing? Well, this is the thing. You just got to do your research. Learn. Okay. I was taught to talk on a mic doing MC. I've been, people know no, no, me. But as I'm, I'm sorry. But the thing is, I'm talking about more of a pricing. Like, well, what do you, what do you, what would you want the audience to know? What, what, like, I want you to, to tell them what it takes for you as a DJ, as a private event DJ, for, to, for you to charge for what you charge. You know, because there's, now there's a freaking crowd of DJs that charge probably like $200 for five hours with full equipment. You know, that's someone I really don't respect. I'm sorry. And I don't because it, what happens in that situation that, you know, the, let's say I, they canceled me because they have, there was another DJ that did it for $200 the whole night week, yeah. with equipment and everything. So what happens? The lady calls me the next day, say, listen, you know, I regret not booking you. It was more expensive, but this DJ just put music, not mix, and just didn't MC, didn't do the intro for, the, for, for our, our Sweet 16. It, it was hectic, a hectic night. That a DJ doesn't know crap. His shit was crazy. Mm -hmm. So so and then I explained because 
my way of dealing with customers like those. There you go. Go to it. Um, you know, I tell them the, the, the right way. You know, we sit down in my office. I tell them what we have to say. We have to do if you want, you know, recommendations. What, you know, will be a nice wedding, a nice quinceanera, sweet 16. So that's the whole point of learning, talking with a customer, not just saying, oh, okay, I do this for you and you pay me this, ex- amount. this amount of money. And then when you get to the venue, one, you're late. Two, you forgot some equipment, you know? Three, you don't have the playlist. You're doing that last minute. Yep. So for me, we like, you know, I have my crew, we, you know, with iParty. So that's the point. We have, we know, it's, it's been there. I've been doing this for years. So you learn from each, uh, you know, each day you're booking something different. It's not Hispanic. We could do it for any type of culture, you know, but you learn from it. And, and that's the experience I got. But like I said, if you if any upcoming DJs are doing private events, learn how to charge. There you learn go. how to talk to customers. Learn go. how to do, you know, sit down and say, listen, we provide this. But make sure you provide it when you get to the, the, the venue. If you don't have that, you it lose makes, money. It makes you look real bad. Not even that. It's like they won't book you. No. They won't book you again. They won't recommend you to no one. Nobody. So that's the whole point. You know, just keep it clean with the customer and tell them what you, you know, if you're a crappy DJ, you pay 200 that's that's up to you. You know, if you want to get it, you get it. Yeah, I mean, also, like, for everyone that's listening, it's like, as us DJs doing private events, it's not just an easy, we show up, we, you know, push a button, and everyone's having a good time. Like, we literally have to be there three hours early to set up. Actually, no, not even. To scout the venue first, see where we can set up our equipment, hear where it sounds sound right, and then that's when it comes to building the whole setup, the up lightings, the, um, the DJ equipment. And then on top of that, you're probably like the wedding, the, the party planner too. Because you have to go to a, like a... And it happened because I, I literally had to do whatever the wedding planner had to do. I literally did everything myself. And never actually charge, a, you know, listen, my service is DJ. My service is not doing this, you know. Um, and, and it happened to me and... The lady, I never tell her, listen, you got to pay me extra. No, I did it for her because she was going crazy. The, the, the plan didn't help. help. Yeah. yeah you just so that's the help. point of me helping out, you know, to be a nice, you know, event. But you have to realize I do MC. Okay. So for me, I have to sit down literally with my customer and, you know, speak all oh, what we have to do, you know, the intro, outro, whatever we have to do. Right. And, you know, it's. We have to set up our mic. We have special mics to do MCs. And I have them because it gives a nice, you know... Good quality, good quali- sound. Yeah. It, it sounds very professional. So that's, that's you know, upcoming DJs, if you're doing it for the fun of it, or for whatever you want to save, you know... Even if they're trying to learn, I understand. You know, But just contact someone that, you know, I didn't know what to do in a private event. I had, a, I, you know, thank God, he, you know, my brother, he lives like a couple of houses from me, but I spoke to him like, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to charge? Even until now, sometimes I have trouble doing it because it's always with time and it depends what kind of party it is. But don't be scared of putting a high amount. If you, if you have good quality equipment, good quality, um, you know, MCs, music and everything, don't be scared of charge because what happens if you charge good, you give good presentations to your actual company. Yeah, your your worth, you know, your value, you know, and you know, I guess some people don't see that, don't 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 feel that, don't see that, you know. But all right, so we're gonna take a little break, and uh, Manny has another mix for us, so we'll be right back. DJ. 
nos hacemos lo que quieras yeah. Acércate, acércate un poco más Que así de lejos no logramos nada Si te pegas puedes ayudar a que yo te recuerde Acércate, acércate un poco más Que así de lejos no logramos nada Si te pegas puedes ayudar a que yo te recuerde Qué pena, tu nombre no, pero tu cara me suena. Salgamos ya de este dilema. Que yo no lo recuerde, no te quita lo buena. Ey, qué pena, tu nombre no, pero tu cara me suena. Salgamos ya de este dilema. De toda la chimbita, tú eres la más buena. Disculpa que no te recuerde, pero tu amiga ya me dijo todo y tengo la verde. No me enamoro porque el que se enamora pierde. Entonces viniste acá solo para verme. Me tiene ganas y de lejos Súbele al bajo pa' poder meterle Con un bla 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 pa' que yo me acuerde Pa' mí todos los días son viernes yeah. Me tiene ganas y de lejos Súbele al bajo pa' poder meterle Con un bla 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 pa' que yo me acuerde Pa' mí todos los días son viernes Qué pena, tu nombre no, pero tu cara me suena. Salgamos ya de este dilema. De todas las chimbitas, tú eres la más buena. Hey, qué pena, tu nombre no, pero tu cara me suena. Salgamos ya de este dilema. Que yo no lo
Anoche lo hicimos en el carro y hoy ni me conocía Qué rico lo hacía, bro Ayer en la noche empezamos y la disco prendía Y tú encendías Anoche lo hicimos en el carro y hoy ni me conocía Qué rico lo hacía, bebé Nosotros haciendo la trago y lo asiento para adelante Pego al volante Besándome el cuello me dice que quiere que le ponga reggaeton de antes Triple X, cuando arriba en la TP Te tienes pensando cómo te asusté Tú me llamas y le llego a tu casa feliz Yo tengo una gata que me gusta Me vea más oquita y le gusta por letra Conmigo siempre bebe Pero de vez en cuando a ella le gusta fumar Cuando le meto, se nos forma el capsulón Has there ever been a time that that you thought that you'd think that? Well, oh, excuse me. Let, let me let me rephrase that right. Can you think of a time you felt like you didn't think you would become who you are now? You never know. Um, you know, you, you gotta just you gotta take you, you gotta like I said, it, it's a test. So what you have to do is like don't be scared. Uh, you know, I could I could speak Spanish. Yeah, it's fine. So, lo que pasa es que the way of learning um how can i explain it to you it's okay take your time i never expected to be what i am now because i went through a lot of challenges you know ups and downs and you know i fell down i got up and keep going what i love to do but in a way like it's gonna happen because at the age you're you're aging you're knowing more experience you yeah you don't know what you want you don't know but now I know what I want and I have what I want and I'm blessed what I have, you know, and that's, that's the point of me acknowledging that life is good. You know, once you have it, don't lose it. Just, you know, take advantage of it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. That's all you have to do. And I can tell you from now, uh, seeing you grow with your business has been really great. Um, has there, what was, what was your actual, motivation for you to open up a business like what made you want to open one and do your own thing it was always my dream okay my dream was to have anything that's mine and then uh, and it's not even mine i did it with my actual wife and and we did it together so that's that's a motivation that she gave me to do it what i want to do was this the time this was this before because i know there was a time that honestly there was a time when you didn't have a job 
Yeah. And you were just doing I was doing everything flyers, side, Yeah, I was doing hustling. everything as, as I was hustling. I was doing everything as a side job for me at that time. Uh, you know, going through stores to stores, sending my products and, and that's how I start. And that's how I started my company as Inside Graphics. Did that make that motivate you to open of course. Up your business? Of course. And and like I said, my wife did she motivated me because you know, I was scared. Why are you gonna open a business if you don't have money? But take the challenge. Why not? You know, if you lose money, you lose it. But, you know, I have hands, I have, you know, feet. I could work and I could do whatever I want to do. And it happened. Look, a successful business has been going for nine years. Tell, tell the crowd a little bit uh, of your business, actually. All right. Uh, my business is Inside Graphics Printing here in Jersey, Newark. Um, you know, we specialize mostly in vehicle wrap signage, you know, printing. But, you know, it, at a point you learn, not you know, Right now, technology is crazy. Technology is, is advancing. It's, it's, it's doing different things. And that's what us as millennials, we're learning and we're doing different things that back in the day, we, we used to do the basic stuff. Now, it's different challenges. And I like those challenges because it makes you more motivate, makes you more think, it makes you more as a company realizing you, you know, you're rising up. Right. And... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But when it came to your business, <clears throat> did you ever think you were gonna get this far? No, because you gotta you gotta live the present. Well, I know you started in, in a smaller. Um, I started in a facility, a very small a very facility, small store. Yeah, and and yeah. I got no, you know, two years. It was a struggle, but I got it was like promotion. It took you two years to make profit. Yes, two years. And it's like it's like club promoting. You got to promote yourself. Like I said, at that time, we didn't have social media. I mean, for at the time when you opened your business, business you did. Yeah, yeah but, but it wasn't, it wasn't heavy. That, it wasn't that like now. Like yeah. now we have stories. So what are you going to do? You're going to put up a story of your company and, you know, what we did a day now. But in the day, we, we just had, to, like I said, I had to do promotion on myself Go to locations, you know. I used to go give out flyers right here on Bloomfield Ave. Yeah. Um, barbershops, um, mail salons. Like, I would just give out flyers, business cards. That's how, that's how you do you know? That's That's the street, the street team. Street team. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, was a, I was my own street team. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like I said, you know, people like, you want to have, people, okay, let's say you want to be a business owner. Don't be scared. Um... I know you, you're not going to make profit after two or three years because money comes and goes. You're making, uh, you know, making your business grow. Don't be scared of that because on a long run, coming up five years, six years, seven years, even 10 years, you're going to make it. You're going to make a family out of it because if you have your partner next to you, you have your kids or anything, you could keep the generation going on and on. You know, I heard companies that have been going for 100 years, you know, why? Because it's it's generations that takes over, and that's good. That's that's for me. If you know my daughters, you know, take over my company after I'm, you know, I pass Re away, whatever. Or retired. Relaxed. Or retired. Yeah. So what happens? Keep the, you know the company keeps going, and that, that's that's a nice tradition. Generation that you know keeps going, flowing, flowing. So when it comes to having your own thing, should you recommend not just DJs but anybody who's who's hearing you there here um should you recommend them to also have a second job <laughs> it's I, funny I because second job yeah, as a as a passion yeah you know, because 
like I said, nowadays, DJs are charging. But, but besides DJing, just in general, as everyone. If you, like, if you, I, I wouldn't do it because you had to be dedicated to your own business. If you, let's say, you're, if you're going down a little bit, start doing something different that people don't know you, you know, start going out. But if you're going to have a second job, you're not going to be dedicated to your own uh, actual business. You're going to have somebody running it for you, but that person doesn't care. You know, I'm getting paid because I'm getting paid. That's it. And my hours are this and I leave at, at this time. So it's not your it's not their business. It's your business. Right. But, but my, my what I'm trying to ask you is, would you recommend anybody to put away their dreams and work on their, their, their you know, their nine to five? To save up money and then from there to oh yeah if you want yeah if you want to keep out your dream let's say you want to open a restaurant let's say okay I, I make a um let's uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know work from this until like five years save up money have something on me that I know that I'm I'm gonna open it up and make something different you know I, I, something's gonna make my own money yeah it's not a problem there's not it's not an issue I started out because I needed a job so i needed to work i needed to make money so what i did i just did the hard way you know hustle whatever i could do and just open the business i mean not gonna lie uh my brother's a living proof that you do not need degrees to open up your own business <laughs> you don't because you learn you learn and from you different. can photoshop them your own so that's why. no 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 no, no. <laughs> No, you, you learn, you learn. And, and it's, it's, you're learning from different types of companies that you've been working for. And that's how, that's, that's experience, you know. I know the, you know, degrees give you the basic stuff, but it's not going to give you, you know, your life. A degree is too much a waste of money for me, for my I mean, point I mean, of view. I mean, school's not for everybody. No, school's it's not. not. For but we're not saying don't go to school. Of course, if, if that's your thing, you know, do as you please. Everyone's different in their own ways. Honestly, I'm not even a, uh, a school worm like that either. You know, I work, I have my gigs, and honestly, I'm making a good, good amount of money, and I'm saving things up for because you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Coronavirus. There you go. You know. So, like, uh, what I'm trying to say is, it's always great for, um, for us, especially us being Hispanic. You know, it's kind of hard for us to be working out there because no one wants to really hire us because they think we're illegals or, you know, sometimes, oh, you're tan. We can't have you here. This is all different type of, you you're know, it, it gets, yeah, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to get a job sometimes because, you know, no one wants to hire you because of how you look, how you talk, how you talk, what kind of languages, which is a great advantage too, because not everybody just speaks English here. Well, let's just say but in that, Jersey, That's a you good know? thing, you know, if, if we're Hispanics. We have our, our, our good and bad, you know. And a good way is like we learn both languages. So an advantage for us, you know, we get to, you know, work, let's say, a, a, a law office and, you know, they have blanquitos as lawyers and they don't know shit of Spanish. So what they're going to do, they have somebody translate. So in a way, they help the Hispanics out. And that's, the, and that's really nice because we as all people... We have different traditions. We have different ways of talking to people and, you know, working. And that's nice about us, you know. We, 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 we like, workaholics. Right. And honestly, the good thing is that, you know, 
we're Ecuadorians. And knowing that us Hispanics, you know, we got to give it up to you because out of the, our whole family, you're the only one who owns a business. And for owning a business, I know there was a time you had a little ceremony award, didn't you? From the uh, city of Newark? Yeah, we just... Oh, Excess County, I'm sorry. Yeah, Excess County. So they, um, the youngest, um, I forgot, what was the, that was five or six years ago, was the youngest um, entrepreneur. There you go. On, on, on here on the Tri-State, actually. I thought it was Essex. Excess. It's yeah, Excess. Uh, okay, right. And, and, you know, you were giving back to the community. You know, you hired people around the area. You, you know, got to know everyone here. You hopped them all out. And that's a good thing to do because not everybody is like that, you know? And, and, and like I said, people, please be humble because you're, I could have the money in the world, but I, I'm always going to be humble because why should you take advantage of it? Because you have money and you be like, okay, you do my shit and, you know, treat bad people. No, I'm not like that. And you, people shouldn't be like that because, in a way, you're blessed. Yeah. Once you're blessed, you keep on going until you know you retire. You know, and you gotta te- we gotta teach us to the to our kids, you know, how to keep hustle and be humble. You know. So, well, yeah, I mean, basically, like we you wake up tomorrow and all this, your whole business could be gone in, in a snap of a finger. You know. Um, but now here's another thing when. When it comes to, this is going to be so funny. So, you know, you, you blessed me with two beautiful nieces, you know. I would not say their names. But 20 years from now, when they're at our age, well, me and Maravilla's age, going out to parties, are you going to be freaking out? <laughs> or, or are you going to let them go with their uncle, B-boy, at the clubs to take care? I what wouldn't do you be think? freaking out because what happened is, it's it's i could teach them on the young age you know they're going through nowadays it's crazy out there yeah i know and, and I've, seen it. I've seen it i've seen it i i i've you know been through it and it's like teaching them you know what's coming up for them you know and and i'm not gonna be scared it's like let them learn I'm scared but nervous you know no no i like i'm not gonna have a rifle next to next to them and it's like no you can't go out you can't wear this and too much makeup no, you can't have a boyfriend. That's the worst. Ah, but you know, it's 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 something that you you you're, you you're gonna go through. It's like same thing happened to our parents. <laughs> we did the same thing. Yeah. They did the same thing, and you yeah, know. Yeah, but it's like our parents were very strict and very close. They weren't open minded as you know our generation. Because what happened is they came here to, to work. work, and that's the point of them just hustling, not taking advantage of life. Right, but we and are. Now, but we are doing that now. And that's and and now we're learning from it. We could teach our kids, right? And I want us to be that generation that it's very that our kids will come to us and talk to us, not just hide things. Cause, it happens because I knew growing up, I never really told mom and dad anything because of the way they would, I guess, judge me, or they wouldn't find a way to talk to me, right? Bro, I had it like literally jump off the window just to get out and have enjoy my life. Yeah, you and our sister too. <laughs> Fuck. I was I'll always go, a good I'll noodle, go, man. Oh, go, I'll go t- oh, yo, oh, I gotta tell you something really fun. Do My it. high school years. That's how I learned more about music and club scenes. We hookie used to do. Parties. We used to do hookie parties at my house, and I was there. We used to have every, every high school. High, yep. We used to east side, west side, uh, Barringer, 
Nortec, everything. Wait, so did you ever get caught at one point, though? Never. Yes, you did. Don't lie. Yes, you did. One time. That's because the neighbor ratted on you. Because she started seeing oh, yeah. people smoking outside. But, yo, yo my, my, literally the house, all around the and, whole house, it was packed of cars just and teenage kids. Dude, it was nuts, man. I would just be down there just, like, vibing with everybody. But this like, is a good thing. In a way, I, I loved it. That's how I loved the party scene, because of that. And, and I used to, like, they told me, yo, you want to DJ at a, at a um, teen nights? And I, and I was teen. I was 17. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy, you know? And, and, and that's, that's the whole point of me, you know, living the life. I learned it. It was cool. <laughs> Honestly, that, that's that. And let's just say the aftermath wasn't very pleasing to watch. <laughs> Right, everybody enjoys. They always tell me any hooky parties, go to Manny's house. Yeah, just the, no, no, no. I, I saw everything and I was like, no, never again. Um, Lock the rooms. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to sleep. <clears throat> all right, so um, so let's let's start closing it off. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, Manny. One more question before we head out. As being up all in the scene. And, you know, working for your business and everything. What kind of advice do you want to give to our audience? Besides not taking that chance of leap or whatever, like, what is it that you want to portray a message to, to everybody? Not just DJs, just everyone in general. Well, in a way of doing, like... Just in life. Approaching, yeah, life, enjoy it. But safely. Enjoy the way you want... Um, if you're passionate of what you like and what you want to do, go for it. Because in life, you know, that passion might be your future. You know, it's going to be something that you're going to. You If you don't do it, you're going to regret it. OK. And what happens when you regret your life is miserable. Your life is it's not, you know, it's not what you wanted to be. But like I said to everybody, if you guys have something that you guys love and enjoy, do it. Don't be scared. Life might bring you down, but you could get up and do it two, t twice as much more you want to do, you know? Uh, thank you, Manny, for coming out and uh, being our guest on our second episode of Feel the Night Podcast. Thank you, B-Boy. Oh, I hope you had fun. Yeah, maravilla. Thank you. We didn't get too deep in our conversations because of time, but we'll, no, we'll, we'll have, we'll deep, have we you again. Deep. We got deep because they're teaching, uh, you know... Now, I if wanna, you want to no. be ent entrepreneurs, you know, you yeah, want to do, that's right. the point of. But I wanted to get deep, deep, dude. Like, but we'll, we'll save that for another conversation. How many kids I have? No, not that. No, we're not going to put them out there like that. Relax. All right. Uh, so thank you, Manny, for coming out. Will, thank, thank you. you so much for coming. Even though it's like mad late and it's I okay. literally like rushed out of work for this, but it's okay like, though. Like you said, it we was, have to was, hustle. It was well worth it. Uh, it's a little later in the episode. Uh, time restraints um, but no this is, a, this is a good episode definitely we'll have Manny back we'll get a little more deeper into Our, yeah, other topics other topics um, alright so I'll give my final speech um, so if anybody would like to get advertised here on the Fear of the Night podcast be, feel free to contact me at thedjbboy at gmail.com we'll talk about sponsorships and whatever you guys need us to do because we're trying to make some funds for this podcast and for those listening out, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I've been having great feedback lately. And I know this podcast is more than just talking. Uh, we'll also be dropping mixes. 
And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that. It's just been very hectic recording and, you know, doing all this, inviting guests here. But I'll get to that. Um, would you like to give out your Instagrams? All right. Well, Instagram, social media is Manny Science. Uh, that's only for the company. Um, and my personal. And then we have uh, the company. The company is Insight Graphics. So it's E-N-S-I-G-H-T-G-R-F-X. Um, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, give us a like, please. And then, um, you know, my personal is Manny Signs. Manny Signs. Uh, and, it, I, and I got a DJ one. I still don't. I still have my DJ Manny Christ. J. Yeah, it's a good thing about Instagram. You still can have like four, five or six accounts. Five accounts, six accounts. All right, cool. Well, you can follow me. Same thing on Instagram at DJ Maravilla, M A R V I A, and uh, B Boy. Take it away. All right, guys. So. I wouldn't leave you guys with a message. Just one thing out of all this uh, this whole conversation that we had today. One thing I can say is never be... Mm, I don't know how to even say this. You know what? Just say it. Just say it? Yeah. All right. When have we ever been censored on this podcast? Let's be realistic. Fuck what anybody thinks. Do what you want, man. Seriously. Just do what you want. Because at the end of the day, it's, the, it's you who's happy. Not them. All right. You can follow me on social media at the DJ B Boy for more content and be sure to subscribe and follow for, you know, for our following episodes. All right. Until the next time, I'll see you guys. Peace.